When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, guys? We have another special guest with us, Risk Check Pod alum, Miss Tell the Time. Yes. Dana. Yes. Uh, so nice to see you again I and know. catch up with you. I mean, there's so many things that's going on with you that's exciting. Yes, lots um, of exciting things. Publications. Um, yes, a lot of really exciting news. Um, yes. So I recently, as of like two months ago, started doing this full time. So we're all the time, full time now, which Love is it. very exciting. Um, got a lot of really fun stuff planned coming up. Um, and. Uh, can't say too much yet, but um, okay. it's coming soon. All right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. A lot of things to be on the lookout for. Um, before we kind of get into why we're here and the auction and the beautiful timepieces that we've tried on, of course, you know how this goes. Need a wrist check. Yes. Um, I am wearing um, a Rolex OP with the mosaic dial from 1970s. Um, this is the watch I believe I wore on my first episode for Rich Check Pod it as was, well. Coming full circle here. Yes. Um, special story behind this is actually is a watch that belonged to my grandpa and is the one that started really everything. So, yes. you know, it's a nice full circle moment. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, inheriting watches kind of brings in that love affair for them. Yes. Um, especially Rolex having a special um, place in my heart. Yeah. Um, seeing my dad wear Rolex um, all the time. So, yeah. makes sense why, like, I want to collect them all. Yeah. Do you, do you know? Do you know where his is? You can. Um, he's, he actually still wears it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He still wears okay. it. Maybe one day you can take it out for a little test drive. Though. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think. I think I can. I think I can. Um, so diving into it, um, such amazing timepieces displayed. Um, a lot of. Um, I say modern-esque pieces. Um, there's some vintage in there, not too much, but there's a lot of like modern watches. Yeah. Is there anything um, that you've seen so far that um, spikes your interest? Yes, I mean, you know, this year is the 30th anniversary for the Royal Oak Offshore. Yes. And naturally, one of the first things that caught my eye was mm -hmm. the Royal Oak Offshore with the Klein dial. Yes. It is stunning. I mean, just the design of it speaks so much to kind of like the start of the Royal Oak Offshore. Yes. And um, for me personally, I really love the Klein dial. Yes. It's just a very stunning blue. Um, actually, one of my like dream pieces is a Royal Oak with the so, oh, I like that. You know, it's always a nice like thing for me to see, and it's a soft spot, of course, whenever I see a piece that okay. has a dial. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I'm assuming that you know, if you can bid until you could uh, own this timepiece, would it be the Eve's Fine? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's the one that caught my eye. I still have to check out a couple of other pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also this really gorgeous uh, JLC. It looks like a jewelry watch. Yes. Um, I'm like not really sure what the reference number is, but it's really small. It has like a gold tassel on it. It mm -hmm. almost looks like a delicate bangle. Yes. Has some really cute gemstones on it, and yes. I love that as well. So I don't know. You know, there's okay. a lot of there's a lot of really good stuff here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a question I've been asking everyone. 
Um, and we might have we might have spoken about this before. Um, but if you could be a watch, what watch would you be? Day date. In terms of how classic it is, yes. I think like generally, if I think about my style, I like something that's classic. Yes. But I also want a little bit of a twist, so I'm gonna add in bark finish. Yes. Plus a precious stone dial. Oh, Lapis. excuse me. That would be. Love that. I think if that were to describe me, again, it's something very classic, but with a little bit of a twist yes. to make it my own. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, Dana, it's such a pleasure having you on. Um, you know, we're gonna do so much more together in oh, yeah. the coming future. Yes, um, yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Very excited. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna yes, be great. Yes, yes, yes. How about that? Yes. What's going on, guys? We have a very special guest here. No stranger to the couch of WCP, Mr. Carlos. Uh, what's going on? Oh, good, brother. I mean, very happy to be here, invited by the nice folks of Sotheby's to see this very nice auction. They have significant bangers. Yes. Uh, which I'm very excited to see. Yes. Um, and we're passing through a very interesting time because right now, a lot of very nice watches, a little more obscure references are coming up, and they are fantastic you know, price, bang for buck. Yes. So, I agree. definitely something that I'm looking forward. I agree. Um, before we dive into all the bangers that we've seen, we have to do our honorary wrist check. What you got on the wrist? Well, as you guys <laughs> may probably understand, I'm wearing the Meg One uh, Jump Hour, of course. Uh, this is the, the first of the watches that we have created at Meg Watches. And of course, I gotta have it, man. I gotta yes. have it yes. this time on the proper ostrich um, leather that we're gonna be, you know, supplying the watch with. Yes. Uh, and this is actually the P3, which the last time I was wearing the old version of the watch. This has the new case. That's amazing. Yes, sir. No, it looks. It, it does have a bit of a different look than the first one we see. Indeed, indeed. The, the profile of the case. So we um, devised it a little bit differently from the, the initial prototype. This one has 30% slimmer mid case. The entire vessel was reworked and it has a slew of 46 different uh, variations and upgrades that it makes the watch just significantly better. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So getting to the bangers, um, what bangers have you seen uh, that are going up for auction uh, that, that spikes your interest? Well, I definitely saw a um, Vachon Traditionnel uh, that they fully covered by diamonds. That is such a gorgeous watch. Yes. And it, with a proper size. This is, uh, I believe, uh, that is a 36 millimeters. Um, those new movements in-house from Vachon, based on the, the 4400, are just bulletproof. Great, great watch, yes, great yes, movement. Yes. And at the same time, the way that they do the entire the jewel or the jewelry into the into the watch, all the diamonds uh, yeah. set, the, the stone sets, is just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. The contrast, the legibility, everything, they, they did it absolutely fantastic. That is one of them. And on the other side, I saw, of course, we have the Perpetual uh, Nautilus. Uh, yes. That is a watch that is impossible to pass by and not recognize how beautiful it is. Yes. Uh, it works absolutely fantastic on the wrist. And I wish that Patek Philippe will continue to do smaller size Nautilus because yes. this actually works a little bit smaller. 
application and everything else is just absolutely fantastic. There are many others. We can spend here a couple more minutes <laughs> talking about them. That's but true. those two were definitely one of the highlights for me. Okay. Um, uh, uh, kind of a personal question I want to ask. Um, how do you feel about watches going on auction? Because you do produce watches and of course, you know, auctions kind of dictate the value or at least like secondary value of timepieces. Is uh, Mech Watches uh, a brand that you would love to see in auction? Or um, do you want to keep it pure? What's your, what's your take on it? I think that it's a natural development of, of any brand because at the end of the day, this being an art expression is the perfect marriage between art and engineering, craftsmanship, uh, watchmaking in general, that's what it is, right? Um, once that piece of art, you as a creator, pass it into its new uh, owner, a new home, that, that piece of art is to that owner whatever it is that they please that they want to do. So it's most likely will end up, one of our pieces will end up uh, in an auction and it will be an absolute pleasure for me to see how it goes. You know, it, it tends to be that when you produce such a small scale watches, in our case, we're just producing 50 watches this year, maybe next year we're gonna be producing 150, but it's such a low production and high quality yes. that not a lot of people have the chance to get one of these watches. Yes. So the rarity and the exclusivity, because guys, I'm extremely picky with the people that want to buy one of these watches. Yes. Because um, the people that wear one of your watches, you want to, you want them to be a little bit of a representation of who you are and what you believe in. Um, so I think it's a natural recourse of, of any watch to end up being there. And of course, starting to see that they go up in value quite significantly is one of those significant metrics for secondary market yes. to see how how the brand equity is. Yes. Because it's not so much about the brand, the, the watch in particular, it's the brand equity per se. Yes. So I could. That's definitely extremely important. And hopefully one day we're gonna be here in Sotheby's or any other of the auction houses seeing one of our watches going for auction. Yes, I'd love to see that for the years to come. No Make doubt. Watches. I really appreciate you hanging out on the couch with us again. Thank you. Such a pleasure, of course. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation, guys. Absolutely. What's going on, guys? We have another special uh, guest on the couch here, Mr. Reginald Sylvester. Hey, how you doing, man? What's going Good. on? Not much, bro. Thanks Listen, for having me, man. Of course, long time in the making to have you on the couch hanging out with Relax, us. Thanks, bro. I'm so glad to uh, to be here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, what's family. going on? What's, what's, what's new with you? You know, doing amazing things in the art world. Thank and, you, man. You know, we're here at Sotheby's, of course, so, you know, this is the Mecca. This is the place that we aspire to one day have our work display yeah yeah uh, how does it feel man feels good um, the last time I was here I was uh, looking at the works that they had in auction I usually come you know you come to Sotheby's you, it's almost like going to a museum you know yeah. you see all the things from the secondary market but you also can see all the greats you know what I mean um, for sure but I just been working man cooking just making work um, working towards some future exhibitions um, keeping busy Yes. Keeping busy. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And try not to buy try not to spend money on watches. Well, this is what we're here for. <laughs> we're here to talk about watches. Yeah. And buy some too. Yeah. Um, so please tell us what you got on the wrist today. Uh man, my everyday. I got on my uh, Rolex GMT. Um, GMT Master 2, the yeah. Batman. The, the Batman, of course. Yep. 
my favorite superhero, so. Yes. Yeah, man. Okay. I love the connection to that. Yes, yes. That's awesome. Um, how long have you had it? I've had this watch. So funny story, the first, the first, I bought a Batman um, in, in like 18, 2018, and, and ended up getting rid of it. And it was like one of the worst decisions I ever made. Of course. So I came across this watch again. I probably had this for about a year now. Um, and I got this by way of um, a collector of mine. Oh. Yeah. So I got lucky. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. It's always good when those like nuances and like things kind of just re-enter your life again. Yeah, man. Super yeah. cool. Um, so tell me. Um, there's quite a few amazing timepieces here. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything that's like spiked your interest? Anything that like you may place a bid on? I really like the APs. Yeah. I'm trying to further educate myself on the on you know on AP. Um, but to be honest, just seeing looking at watches and seeing the um, it's like the complexity but simplicity of the design of the AP watches. Yeah. I really like how smooth and sleek they feel on the wrist. Yeah. Um, so that's, if anything, that's kind of what I've been looking at. Okay. Um, I have a few Rolexes, but. No AP? Yeah, no AP yet. Okay. No AP yet. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you'll be able to get some here at a nice uh, bin price, closing price. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. yeah. Um, so, obviously, um, being here, we talked about, you know, what is going on with the auction and, like, you know, pieces having past lives and things like that. Um, what is it about your art? Because I feel like you kind of channel that energy as well with your art and just like conveying a message and telling another story and, you know, giving these beautiful art pieces that, you know, have, that will eventually have a past life. Right. Um, so let's talk about, about your art a little bit. Um, yeah, I like to, in my work, I like to make work that feels like it comes from a, um, a distance past, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, almost like a, um, but a, like a futuristic, uh, you know, kind of future, if, if you will. Or yes. A, a brutalist future, if you yes. will. Um, yes. And uh, I like to speak about a lot of religious themes or biblical themes throughout my work. Yeah. Um, I just like to deal with kind of aesthetics um, that deal with timelessness. And yes. I think, um, you know, that's why I like, you know, watches. I think watches are timeless from, you know, old old watches that, you know, old pocket watches all the way till, you know, us wearing wristwatches and, um, yeah, I try to keep those kind of that those aesthetics uh, and that sensibility within my work. Love um, it. And uh, but yeah, right now I'm making it's, it's funny enough. A lot of the work that I'm making right now is concentrated around steel and stainless steel. We'll yes. be working with steel sculptures. Yes. Um, and working with foundries and that right, and also trying to make the abstractions feel like steel. So yes. even just thinking about the watch that I'm wearing every day. Um, about the APs I've been looking at, they yeah. have that super clean, stainless, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. energy to them, you know, mm -hmm. feel to them, and so, um, but yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at with it right I love now. it, yeah. I love it, I love it. Well, we got to get you on the couch for a full episode, yeah, um, but that sure. about wraps things up. Yep. Pleasure to have you. Thank you, man. Uh, Thank you. Can't wait to do this me. again. Yes, sir. My yes, man. Sir. What's going on, guys? We have another featured guest here, hello, uh, friend of the pod. Yes, Mr. absolutely. Jimmy, hello, hello. Self, the legend. Uh, I don't think so, but thank you. Nah, <laughs> come on, man. Um, an amazing watch collector, really good friend of 
of mine and, yes. and of the podcast members. Um, so, pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Um, really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Come on. If you're here, how can we not have you hang out with us? Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be on this little like uh, chat session. I love the pod. So it's been great. Thank awesome. You. Thank yeah. You, thank yeah. you. Um, of course, we've seen some beautiful timepieces. You being an amazing watch collector, I kind of want to talk about like what you what spiked your interest and and, and kind of like what you like. But before we get there, we gotta have our wrist check. Sure. So I'm wearing a uh, Vacheron Overseas Chrono, and uh, I love this watch. It is sort of a, it sounds a little bit crazy to say, but sort of an everyday watch. Uh, the fact that it has uh, quick change straps, I can wear it on rubber, on leather, on bracelet. Yes. It just changes the vibe like immediately. Yes. It's on stainless steel, so I don't mind banging it up if I need to. And I feel like Vacheron has had an incredible 2022. Yes. Uh, and you know, with the 222 and all their new releases, yes, and yes, so yes. I just feel like uh, they're just doing some amazing things. But most importantly, they make a really solid watch. Yes. You know, and it just feels uh, really great on my wrist. It's you know over 42 uh, millimeters in diameter, but yes. for some reason, it feel, like I have a fairly small wrist. Yes. But it feels amazing uh, just wearing it, and so. I seem to like, you know, put this on my wrist like every time. So. I love it. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. I love it. There's a few um, interesting Vacheron pieces that are actually going up for auction too. Um, Absolutely. I know we had um, Mr. Carlos on, and he was talking about his love affair for that um, that beautiful dress watch that's like with all the baguettes. Oh my gosh! Stunning. I saw it. it was beautiful. Absolutely stunning. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about yourself? What what kind of like uh, has like drawn your attention? What's like your interest? So you know, for me, um, I am not a particular collector where I focus on a, a brand. I just collect, kind of collect whatever I want. You know, whatever sort of piques my interest. Um, I don't any. I don't own any uh, Patek, but the fifty one seventy P. Yes. With the baguette. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh! And the, the blue dial. Yes, yes, yes. It yes. is insane. Stunning. Stunning. stunning and even though it is a dress watch yes for whatever reason it feels like it can kind of be worn in different situations yeah, and so it, if i were to like go after anything at, at this auction yes it probably would end up being that piece although yes i it, you know it's i feel like yes. it's gonna be very popular okay on auction day yes but that would be the watch that i think sings to me the most nice. um in terms of this collection yeah okay so it's safe to say if um price didn't matter, I assume that that would be the piece that you would gun for. Uh, in terms of uh, the auction, yes, I think that would be the piece. I like a lot of independence and increasingly I'm exploring things like Jorn, um, I love Armin Strom. Yes. And so there are a variety of uh, independents that I think are doing amazing work and uh, that are at you know a variety of price points, yes. but I want to be able to support them as a collector who again, isn't particularly focused on a, a one brand or two brands. Yes. I want to be able to support the overall like watchmaking yes. sort of industry. And so independents are really interesting. Absolutely. That said, you know, that that 5170p. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, is, it is something else, man. That's the one. It is something else. That's the one. Yeah. So uh, funny <laughs> enough, we were talking about you looking beautiful off camera. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Thank you. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Of course. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, the question I've been asking everyone that's been hanging out with me so far yep. is, um, if you were to be a watch, uh, what watch would you be? 
Yeah. You can be a beautiful watch. One watch with so, <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't really consider myself beautiful, but what I would say is, I love longas. Yes. And longas have a very like stately quality to them. They are beautiful watches. Yes. But they're very structured. They're very, um, I would say, they have a presence that's less about beauty and more about sort of clean lines yes. and sort of like uh, exacting like a perfectionist lens. Yes. And so I would probably end up being like a Longo One. Love that. I love yellow gold, so I'll probably end up being like a yellow gold Longo One base. Yes. That would be me. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's super cool. What's going on guys? We have a special guest here on the couch, our good friend Nunu. Hey everyone, thanks for having me. Yes, of course, thank you for taking the time to, uh, to sit down with us for the special event with Sotheby's here. Um, before we get started and talk about the timepieces that you've seen, we have to do our honorary wrist check. So please, share what you got on the wrist. Um, so I'm wearing a 31mm Datejust wow. with Mother of Pearl. Um, I got it as a graduation present. Beautiful. Two years ago now, so wow. yeah, it's just been on the wrist since. Love it. It has some special meaning. Yeah, does yeah. it get a lot of wrist time? Do you kind of oh, switch them out? Yeah. No, every day. I used to wear my mom's um, JLC Lady Swanka Duetto. Nice. But she asked for it back, and I've been begging for it ever since. Okay. Still trying to convince her, but if I'm able to, you know, get that, yes. um, I think I'll switch it out a little more. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Even the idea of gem setting and choosing yeah. diamonds to be your everyday wear, I think is something that um, is very impressive, and it kind of like speaks to who you are. It's like someone that's charismatic and like yeah. just a, a bright, shining light. I try not to like let that. Like just because it is gem set, yes. I try not to get let it be like, oh, it's only for certain occasions. I like yes. think just be wearing it casually every day just puts less emphasis on that. Yes. Just so casual, yes. like not casual, but you know, I'm not just like, oh, it's only for special occasions. Yes. I'm putting so much meaning Love on that. it. So, Love that. Yeah. Love that. That's really cool. So we have to get into uh, the timepieces that are going on auction. Um, what spike shape shoes? So I did see this JLC. Uh, 1959 one, so it's not really like your traditional wrist watch, it's more like a jewelry piece. Yes. Um, with like a tassel on it, um, different gems, so I do think that's very different to just your traditional timepieces. Yeah. Um, I think it caught my eye like literally immediately, and also it's just JLC, which for me is, you know, probably one of my favorite brands. Um, so I think for me that piece really caught my eye. I like that. I like Probably that. Probably my favorite one in this lot. Really? Okay, that's high praise. So, very high praise <laughs> out of all the ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, so one more question for you. Um, if you were to be a watch, what watch would it be? Again, I'm gonna do JLC, the classic reverse, classic reverse duetto. Um, I, again, I think JLC for me, it's, it's just so classy, it's so elegant with like the right bracelet and pink gold. Um, again, like um, reverse Sojo face. I think it's just so versatile, but also if you're feeling like a darker dial, one day you can flip it over, change your mind, flip it over to another dial. So yeah, I think it's up there for me. So if I could be on anyone's wrist, and make them happy, because I know I would be so happy having that on my wrist, so, yeah.
What's going on, guys? This is Rashawn here from Risk Check, uh, a third of the Risk Check pod. I have a good friend of the pod here. We have Chris. Uh, what's going on, my man? Going all right. Enjoying the enjoying Sotheby's. Yeah, right. It's really cool. Get to see some beautiful timepieces um, and uh, see what goes up for auction. Very excited to see, you know, the turnouts and and um, and what what's to come. Yeah. Um, so before we get started. Um, I have to ask for an honorary wrist check. What you got on the wrist today? I have a Helios C4 4 um, in pink. I like the dial. It's a fun dial. It's a super fun dial. Yeah. Um, it's got ceramic markers. It's titanium. Mm-hmm. It's like a super fun watch. Yeah. It's good when it's wet out. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's a nice diver to wear, like, especially with that pink. Um, it gives that pop of color. And it makes, like... It makes watchmaking fun. It's a fun again. I mean, watches have to be fun, right? Like, I, I can't, like, I got too many black watches. Right? Yes. Like, you just have black dials, yes. black bezel. Yes. And, like, you need to have some fun. If your watches aren't having fun, then you're... Yeah. Yes. Then it's not, then it's not, you know, exactly what you're talking about. It's not fun anymore. Um, so, I'll go next. I'm actually wearing my 70s uh, Seiko. Um, one of my favorite watches. Um, the design is amazing with the case shape. Also, the um, pump pushes to set the day in the date. Um, so this was a no-brainer to wear. Works with my outfit today. So I was. Where'd you get it? Uh, I actually got it um, not too far from here in, in the Upper East Side. Super cool. Yeah. So um, we checked out a few timepieces here together. We were looking at yeah. some stuff. Um, what time piece strikes your interest the most? I feel like if I had to pick one, there's an Eve's Klein Blue Royal Oak Offshore. Nice. That yes. That has it's just it's a super cool piece. Yeah. It's a little bit smaller, right? I think it's like 38 or 39. It's, yeah. I, I like it a lot. You know, it's funny. Perry was actually wearing that um, previously when we had filmed a little bit of like a, a sneak peek of um, the auction to come. Yeah. Um, I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, if you were to be a watch, what would it be? Ooh. I feel like I'm gonna have to go time only, right? Okay. Because like, I'm not that complicated. Too okay. hard. So like, I feel like it's a time only. Um, ooh. I'm gonna say maybe this is like a self ingratiating, but I'm gonna say. Rolex Explorer 1, a vintage nice. Rolex Explorer 1, 36. I like that. I like that. Rolex Rolex definitely has a special place in my heart. I love Rolexes. You know, you follow the show, so you know, if I could collect every single Rolex, I would. <laughs> so that's amazing. I love the choices. I love what um, the pieces that you have checked out, and, and you have really good taste, my man. Hey, I, I, I'm just trying to follow after you. Oh. I mean, you, you're keeping the rest of us humble. <laughs> What's going on, guys? We have another special guest with us here on the couch. Good really beer. good friend of the pod, Mr. Zach Glass himself. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's great What's to be here. What's going on? Yeah, nothing much. As I was just telling you, we we're you know getting ready for uh, for watches and wonders. Nice. So there's going to be hopefully a lot of exciting stuff to see in the next month or so. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, yeah. all the focus right now, watches and wonders, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of exciting things to come. 
especially here at Sotheby's, you know, an upcoming auction, some beautiful timepieces, and we'll kind of get into those, what spikes your interest. Sure. Um, but before we go there, we gotta have our honorary wrist check. Oh yeah. What's on the wrist? So I've got the 1016, the Rolex Explorer 1016. Yes. Uh, I recently picked this up, I would say a few months ago. Yes. I had to uh, sell my Rolex of Mariner 11460 to accommodate the cost yes. of the purchase. <laughs> yes. So I went from a very modern maxi case piece to a much more compact vintage piece. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, it's the understated Rolex, it's the if you know, you know Rolex. And yeah, since I've had it, look, I, I always try to wear a different watch every day, or at least never the same watch two days in a row. And I've really <laughs> broken that rule since I've had this watch. Yeah. So we're still very much in that honeymoon phase. Okay. It's been a, a lot of this and the Cartier Santos Dumont I recently acquired as well. Um, but yeah, hopefully uh, I start to mix it up a little bit more soon because there's some, some watches in my watch box that are getting a little neglected right now. Diving into our love affair for vintage watches. Sure. Um, you know, you win the, the 1016. Um, we have some vintage or like modern-esque um, yeah. timepieces that are going on auction. Um, tell me, what is what is our spectral interest? Man, uh, look. The provenance of this piece and the quirk of the double stamping is obviously a nice value add. Yes. But even just the reference on its own, even if it didn't have the Warhol starry behind it, yes. I would say, so we just had somebody walk through. <laughs> um, I would say the Patek Philippe 2526 yes. uh, that was previously owned by Andy Warhol. That's definitely a standout piece. I'm sure the other people you've spoken to have, have mentioned that reference. If not, then like, well, then they need to go see it. Yes, I agree. I mean, that's definitely one of the premier lots that's that's here. Um, it's a very rare piece on its own. The twenty five twenty, uh, the twenty five twenty six is not a very high quantity piece, at least by knowledge. So to have one with again the provenance of Andy Warhol and the double stamping on the dial, um, it, it's really quite something. And the sort of the special part about a twenty five twenty six, just in general, is the white enamel dial. So. There's that like sort of porcelain, porcelain effect yeah, yeah, that yeah, you don't yeah. get on the like more mattish, you know, color dials. So yeah, that's that's a watch to own. <laughs> I mean, if I could be a watch, which timepiece would I be? I'd be the Cartier Crash, because that's that's the trending it person. Maybe I'm I'm being uh, superficial or expressing a, a need to be loved by everybody, but <laughs> I feel like you know that's that's the cool watch right now. Um, and also, like it's it's got a very elegant design. It's it's quirky, so I like to think I have a bit of an edge that I'm not just your straight run-of-the-mill uh, watch editor in the industry. So yeah, I'll go with the Cartier Crash. Why not? <laughs>
events like this, this is our luxury edit. Yes. And so we have luxury edits that take place twice a year in luxury weeks. And luxury edits in New York take place in March and September, whereas luxury weeks take place in June and December. So I work with our specialist teams on the campaign and the branding for each of these campaigns. Yes, I love it. I mean, this event is beautiful. We've had so many people here talk about what they love from what's been hand-selected um, on the watch department side, but like you, you kind of oversee it all. So I Which, work with yes. all of the departments. Uh, the specialists create the sales and yes. I work closely with them to identify like what are the top highlights they want to um, promote and use as the marketing yes. collateral and obviously so we work very closely with the specialist teams and we rely on their knowledge and expertise in their fields. Love that, that's yeah. super cool. So you are a new guest to Risk Check Pod, so um, you will be um, kind of inducted with our honorary Risk Check. Okay. So, Risk Check works like this. I am wearing a 70s Seiko. This is my favorite timepiece, or one of my favorite timepieces. Um, I love the K-shape. Um, I love the indices here. Um, it has a pump pusher, so where you can actually activate the day and the date by just pushing the crown. Cool. Um, so I what love you, the fun color. Oh, yes, the, the funky blue dial. Yes, yes, that yes. yes. What do you have on the wrist? So I have a Rolex. I am not as knowledgeable as you or our specialist on like exact details about the watch. Yes. Uh, but my mom gave it to me as a gift when I graduated in 2019. That's a and, gift. and she was gifted this watch when she graduated from university in 1991. Wow. So my grandfather had bought this watch as a graduation gift for her and she just passed it on to me. I. You can let them know what the details about this yes, watch is, yes, but yes. I like that it's like thin, it's delicate. I'm always like, I don't like having heavy um, watches yes. or accessories. So mm -hmm. like, I always have like thin braces, as you can see. Like, yes. there is more to follow here. Yes, very small uh, and dainty. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But they, they kind of have a bit of like a pop. Yes. Um, they, they, they're, they're still statement pieces. Of course, with the Jubilee bracelet, um, the small case size, the 26, it's very, it's a great choice. From all the time pieces that you have seen here, um, I know you're not knowledgeable about watches, but is it, has there been anything that like spiked your interest? Well, I, so Janet, a while ago had a watch in her story. It was an Adjume Piguet with like diamonds around it. I thought that was like, really pretty yes um there are really cool pacheks in the sale i know there's an andy warhol yes um pacheck in the yes, sale yes, that yes. is like one of a kind mm -hmm. um and some other exciting pieces but i think the i, I just like the feminine angle of the ap that. but that's yeah. really really cool